This is Episode 8, Day 8 of Chronological Bible Studies. Welcome. This is Rodney Harrier, your author and host. The title is Consoling or Counseling. Today's Bible reading is Job 11 through 14. Know-it-alls, you have met them. Hopefully, you are not one of them. In arrogance, wisdom is spouted as if those listening know nothing at all. How insulting this is, especially to those who are, or at least were, well-respected for their wisdom and good character. Suddenly, because they experience some trouble, it is assumed they know nothing. This is how the patriarch Job feels as his three well-meaning friends tried to counsel him. He needs consoling, not counseling. How do we know when one or the other is needed? So far, the Namathite is Job's third friend who gives him counsel. He, too, is convinced the trouble in Job's life is due to his sin. When Job proclaims his innocence before his friends, it seems to mock God's justice and righteousness. Therefore, Zophar defends the Almighty. Oh, how I wish that God would speak, that he would open his lips against you and disclose to you the secrets of wisdom. For true wisdom has two sides. Know this, God has even forgotten some of your sin. Can you fathom the mysteries of God? Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? They are higher than the heavens. What can you do? They are deeper than the depths of the grave. What can you know? Yet if you devote your heart to Him and stretch out your hands to Him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then you will lift up your face without shame. You will stand firm and without fear. Zophar concludes his counsel to Job by promising him a bright future if he repents. Job is offended. In effect, Job argues, I am not in the least bit inferior to you. I have a mind, and I can think as well as you. I understand the things you are talking about. Don't insult my intelligence or think you know more than me. Furthermore, Job says, I am a laughing stock to my friends. I, who called to God and he answered me, a just and blameless man, am a laughingstock. In the thought of one who is at ease, there is contempt for misfortune. It is ready for those whose feet slip. Job's once envious friends are laughing at him now. They are at ease and feel contempt for his suffering because they believed he has slipped morally. Job says, Look at me. You can see I am suffering. Listen to me. You can hear I am a man of wisdom. God is sovereign. He does what he wishes with his creation. But I still want to make a case for my innocence. You who are my friends should offer me words of encouragement, a healing balm to my soul. You, however, smear me with lies. You are worthless physicians, all of you. If only you would be altogether silent. For you, that would be wisdom. Now listen, this is my confidence, Job declares. Though he slay me, yet will I hope in him. I will surely defend my ways to his face. Indeed, this will turn out for my deliverance, for no godless man would dare come before him. Understanding Pain After Job replies to Zophar, in his suffering he makes his complaint to God. It seems the Lord is angry with him, and Job wants to be left alone or killed, so his pain will cease. 
As stated in our last Bible study, we must remember that people who are in tremendous agony from their circumstances sometimes speak out of their pain. A person who is hurting feels but the pain of his own body and mourns only for himself. He does not care for the welfare of anyone else. People in great misery lash out at everyone, even God. Job, however, is not mocking God's justice and righteousness. He is appealing to it. Because he is loudly crying out does not mean he is railing at God. He is in pain. He appeals to the righteous judge to show him his sin or end his suffering. Here are some takeaway lessons. When we visit people who have suffered great calamities, trouble, or pain, we shouldn't automatically assume they are guilty and full of sin. We don't know the emotional or physical pain they are experiencing. Let's offer consolation more than counsel. The January 6th lesson has action points to apply if we don't know how to give comfort. We should listen and try to understand those who are afflicted. Let's be real friends and physicians, applying the healing balm of sympathy, comfort, and encouragement to their souls. Do we know God? He can be a balm to our hurting soul. Here are the focus verses for today. Proverbs 12:18. Reckless words pierce like a sword but the tongue of the wise brings healing. 1 Peter 3.8 Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic, lovers brothers, be compassionate and humble. Here is the prayer response to today's Bible lesson. Join me, won't you? Father in heaven, we praise you, for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Although we don't always appreciate what we have to go through, Father, we long for your kingdom, a day when there will be no more sorrows or pain or injustice. Dear Lord, as our daily bread, I pray we would remember to console more than counsel those who are hurting. Forgive us for the times when we were not compassionate, and please help us forgive others who hurt us. We pray not to give in to temptation from pride but to walk in humility. For your name and glory, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Have a good day.